We are joined by Georgia Patrikios, an old teammate of mine, actually, from Calder Cannons, um, who is now starring for the St Kilda side. Georgia, how are you going? I'm good, thanks. How are you going, Chloe? I'm good, I'm good. I heard you got off work early for us, so I'm honoured, absolutely honoured. Yeah, it snuck off early today, which was good. Long weekend, Easter weekend? Yep. You going away? Yeah. Um, no, I'm just going to have a quiet one at home. What about you? You going away at all? I wish. I wish I was going away. <laughs> what do you mean you wish you going away? No, I don't wish I was going away. But it's meant to be a crack of weather weekend, so I'm looking forward to yeah, that. it's going to be a warm one, I think. Mm. And I just remembered that we're recording this a week before it goes out, so none of this weather chat um, well, is going to work. Cut out. <laughs> Wait, let's hold on. Is the weather good next week? Because maybe we can just well, we can just back it in. That'd be... Predicting good weather. The weather app doesn't show. Anyway, well, thank you for joining us, Georgia. <laughs> um, uh, from, the, from the future, this is being uh, sent out on, on Wednesday, April 7th, um, before before the AFLPA 22-22 squad is revealed. Um, congrats on making uh, the squad of 40. Um, what, what do you make of the, the, the quality of the, the young players in the competition around around the league right now? Yeah, I think definitely they've made an impact straight away. Like You see the names of Turner Smith and Alan McKenzie that have come through this year, and yeah, they've really played their role and have really stood out. So yeah, it's exciting to see what's still to come, but yeah, the talent that has come through has just been exceptional and really good to watch. Tiana Smith is a is a great player to name as well. She obviously made made the squad as well as yourself. Um, what kind of impact has she had in that St Kilda midfield next to you? I feel like the two of you are almost like a dynamic duo already. Yeah, so I've really enjoyed playing with her. She's someone that's really reliable in there. I'm um, a strong tackler, very, very fast, very agile, um, uses the ball well, um, as you've probably seen throughout the season, she's kicked really, really good goals. Um, but yeah, she's just someone that is good to have in there and she's come through the pathway, which has been good. Um, I've versed her along the way, but yeah, I definitely prefer having her on my team, which is good. So yeah, she's been amazing this season. Yeah, and speaking of a lot of other players, but George, how have you found your own season? Um, were you happy with how you've played? Um, Yeah, sort of coming into it, I just wanted to continue on my form from last year and just try to have as much of an impact as I could for my team and I guess we're a bit younger in that midfield group so just trying to come in and just motivate that group and then just drive that through the rest of the team but yeah I think I did okay and yeah just hoping to keep building in the future. I think you did a bit better than okay I think you're <laughs> <laughs> underselling yourself Thank there. You. A little bit. Um, my, uh, I've got a bit of a weird one but this is something that I sort of think about as someone who's not a professional athlete in any way shape or form. Um, you mentioned that there's a lot of quality young midfielders right now. Yourself, Presparkus, Elise Parker, Conti, Purcell, all these types. Do you ever like look at them and be like, this is what they're doing that I'm not? Or like, we both got to this same spot, but why are they there and how did I get here? Like, Do you compare yourself at all to, to players like them? Um, not really. I guess just before I got drafted, they were sort of players that I'd come through the same way and same system that I had. So I just sort of strive to sort of achieve what they did and get drafted and just play as consistently as possible. But no, I don't really see them as like, oh, I want to be them. I just try to stick to my own game and just, yeah, hopefully get the rewards as they have. So, yeah. Fair enough. I know, definitely underselling yourself there. (laughs) Good not to compare. Um, But alongside yourself in the squad, um, Tani White, Tiana Smith and Claudia Whitford have made it. How have you enjoyed um, your season with them? Obviously, being you know same draft year as you, um, 
have you enjoyed and gotten closer to any of those girls? Yeah, definitely. I knew Tiny White before she sort of got drafted, but yeah, being in the system and obviously you know Chloe, spending a lot of time with your teammates, um, you do get a lot closer and build those connections. But yeah, even with Claudia and who else was it? Sorry, that made it. Tiny White. Uh, no, Claudia Whitford. Claudia Whitford. Okay, yeah, and Claudia. Yeah, just build those connections throughout the season. But yeah, so glad to see them get some recognition because they obviously have put a lot of hard work in the preseason. But yeah get that recognition for them is great and it's just sort of a motivator moving forward, I guess. Now, um, this is a question to both of you, I guess. If there was, and we spoke about this a bit earlier in the pod, Chloe, if there was a 22 under 22 team and that took on a team of uh, 22 players over 30, would the 22 under 22 win or? What are your thoughts, Oh, you can go first. Yeah, I reckon we... I'm not really sure who the over 30s are, who's on the, who's yeah, on, no, who's on the verge. Think. The oldies versus young. Nah, of course the youngies would win, I think. We'd just beat him in the fourth quarter, G, when all their old legs have run yeah. out. <laughs> We'd come over the top of them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the fresher legs probably. Yeah, I'm going with a win. Rough him up. Yep. Yeah, I'd probably say the youngies too. <laughs> um, speaking of squads, George, you've made the 22 under 22 squad, but... Another one that's um, a great recognition to have, especially in your first year as the All-Australian squad. Um, how did you take this news? Yeah, it's pretty honoured to be in the All-Australian squad because you look down like the rest of the people that are on that list and they're obviously the strongest players in the AFRW and to sort of be recognised in that sort of group is really special. And um, yeah, just fingers and toes across that I do get picked, <laughs> but if not, um, there's heaps of time left. So yeah, just... Yeah, just going to see how we go. Roll with the punches. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, overall with the Saints, I mean, you finished with a pretty strong note um, against the Eagles. Overall, how did you how did you see the, the season? Um, coming off last year, we sort of got some more young talent in and sort of expected a bit more than what we actually provided. And we thought maybe we'd get a couple more wins along the way. But um, we definitely learned a lot from the losses we did have. Um, and I think that will make us better moving forward. Like Peter Sir, our coach, said, we could verse teams such as Collingwood and Adelaide and lose and learn so much from them or play like West Coast and Gold Coast and just sort of be happy with the result. Mm-hmm. So I guess we learn a lot from the games we did lose and it will help us moving forward. Definitely in the long run. And your coach, Peter Searle, how have you found her? She's um, I, I have a lot of praise for her and I think a lot of people do. What? How have you found working under her this year? Yeah, she's got she's got a wealth of knowledge, Peter. She just loves to share footy, loves to talk footy and just, yeah. Um, whenever you can speak to her about it, she will give you a lot of knowledge. So, yeah, make them, I love to make the most of that resource and she knows her footy well and she was a gun of her when she, when she was playing, but, yeah. <laughs> of Does she uh, mention that a lot or...? Um, no, when she's on the training track and she hits a kick, she loves to say, oh, did you see that? Like, <laughs> that was me back in my day. So, yeah, she's, yeah, she's really good to work with. Um, I, you mentioned uh, playing Adelaide a bit earlier. This is one that I, I've been wanting to ask a St Kilda player for a bit. You both were wearing your uh, Indigenous jumpers, but they were both very predominantly white jumpers. Was the was the clash as hard for you guys as it was sort of for people watching on TV? Yeah, definitely. We, I saw a photo, I think it was on Twitter, and yeah. the jumpers looked the exact same. The only thing that you could really tell was the shorts and when you're sort of playing you don't really look oh what shorts to look out for so yeah it was it's really hard to sort of know which team was which and both teams I think had complained at quarter time because mm. it's too hard to tell the difference but I guess you just have to 
play. And I think at one stage they were mentioning maybe to wear bibs, but oh, wow. yeah, that wouldn't have been professional. So wear bibs. Um, yeah, because it was just so hard to tell the difference. Like yeah. you look up and you see white everywhere. So yeah, so obviously yeah. there's not like reversible jerseys or anything with like the black on skins no. versus yeah. <laughs> clash. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Wealth of knowledge. You've got some some great players at the Saints. Have you latched on to anyone, any of the older, wiser heads um, at all? In like Kate McCarthy and obviously all your captains there. Anyone that you've kind of gone under their wing this year, George? Um, probably someone that I have is probably Nat Exxon. So during the off-season last year, Peter Steele sort of gave me a, a bit of a challenge and she wanted, to me work, she wanted me to work on my defensive pressure and tackling and Nat's obviously one of the best at it. So she's someone I definitely turn to find advice and just how to get better, I guess. So, yeah, she's one that I sort of gravitated towards once the season sort of finished. Yeah. Yeah. She is a. You're not going to get a haircut like her, are you, anytime soon? <laughs> no, definitely not. No, <laughs> no at all. <laughs> um, put your trade hat on. What do the Saints need in the 2020? Well, coming into the 2022 season. Um, maybe a a ruckman or ruckwoman would be ideal. Like just someone that can sort of help Poppy Kelly out and re out. So yeah, just someone that can help us win a few more clearances. I love it. Straight to That's the point. What someone who can hit yeah, straight to what straight down uh, G. Patricios. Yeah, someone <laughs> to feed you down the on, down the throat. Yeah, just just to win a few more clearances, <laughs> but yeah, to help Poppy and Reed keep developing, someone yeah yeah would be hellish handy. And what does the off season sort of look like uh, for you? Are you going to transition into VFLW stuff? Um, are you going to take some time off? Uh, what 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 is what does the the winter look like for you? Yeah, for me, I think I'm going to have a few weeks off, so three or four weeks, and then sort of build back up in training and running and gym and then going into VFL for the last three or four games. So, yeah, just have a bit of time off and then get back into footy again and then pre-season's going to come before we know it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's probably it for me. How did your body hold up this year? Obviously, against bigger women, um, you played out every game, which is, you know... a a credit in itself. Um, how did your body hold up this year? Um, yeah, I did struggle a bit, obviously, with my size. I'm a bit smaller than um, most midfielders. But, um, yeah, getting pushed around each week wasn't easy. But something I sort of have to work through, um, get a bit stronger in off-season, and um, I'll be able to hold my own for longer periods of time um, Is- next year and in the future. So, yeah, my body did suffer a little bit, but... Um, Definitely a work in progress for me. Yeah. Is that sort of another thing you reckon maybe the Saints could use, like sort of that veteran inside midfielder just to sort of take some pressure off yourself and uh, Tiana Smith? And obviously I know uh, Dylan didn't – she was injured a bit this year, wasn't she? Yeah, she had a few yeah. injuries. But, yeah, definitely, yeah, someone that can just come in there and bash and crash would be pretty cool and, yeah, help me play on the outside a little bit more. Fair enough. And Potentially. Before, before we let you go, um, as a as a fellow Greek, I need to ask you um, any Greek Easter plans. Uh, do you have any tricks with the eggs, or is there is it not a celebrated thing in your your family? Um, no, it's definitely celebrated in my family. Yeah, we like to get get a lot of us around and excellent. Um, yeah, I never win with the egg cracking, so I'm probably not the one for advice. But um, yeah, just gonna celebrate with the family, and that's about it. So the, the tip with the egg is apparently you're supposed to put nail polish on it and then let it cool. In the fridge, 
Apparently, oh, they, I'm going to try that. Yeah, I'll do it. You know how it goes. Do it. It gives you that extra layer of strength, apparently. Um, okay, I'm going to do that. Good. Well, do that. Enjoy, enjoy your Easter, um, Georgia. Thank you very much for, for coming onto onto the podcast, and congrats on the 22 under 22 squad and the All Australian squad. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. No, I see, Jay.